Beautiful. Um, How are you? I'm, well, I'm well. Hey, I'm hosting the program, not you. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, but I don't mind because it's a great pleasure to at long last. I've been waiting for a while now to interview the great man from Venezuela. That's what they say. Who, who says that? A lot of people. You'll, be, you'll be surprised. <laughs> not my wife, though. <laughs> I need to say welcome. Thank you. To the great Mr. Fernando Alvarez. Alvarez. Did I say that right? That's perfect. Can you say it with, it, with the, how would you say it in Spanish? Alvarez. Alvarez. Fernando Alvarez. You rolled your R. Yeah. Actually, my name is very long. Can it's, you get, can you give us the full? Oh, absolutely. Because I think the students listening and teachers listening to this are going to go, I didn't know that about Mr. Alvarez. Well, it's very interesting. Whenever I travel, whenever mm -hmm. I feel documents mm -hmm. for immigration, it's really tedious because it's Fernando Arturo de Jesus Alvarez Oberto. My mom, Oberto, my father, Alvarez. Why Jesus? Interesting story. Well, that's why I asked. So Jesus, Jesus, right? I know. Well, I didn't. I said it with, in the Spanish yeah. because that's what I'm used right. to. So, so Catholic, of course, being from Venezuela. Naturally. So when I was a very young child, months, mm. I was very sick. I, I don't remember what illness I had. Mm. So my mom, you know, said had said her prayers, mm. and she she said, you know, you know, Jesus, if you save him, mm. then I'll give him as a middle name Jesus? or part of the name Jesus. Jesus. And that's why I'm here with you, with Jesus. Boy, it must have been a pretty a serious illness. Yeah, I forgot what it was, you know, but but here wow. I am. Well, it's fantastic to have you here. Well, thank you. It's my pleasure. Jesus. Oh. Who does anyone <laughs> does anyone ever call you that? Oh no, no. No. People Apart call from... me people call me Fernando. Yes. And uh, oh interesting story about Fernando and Weiss. Students call me Mr. Fernando, not Mr. Alvarez. I was going to ask it because I don't understand why. Oh, it, it all began in the U.S. Right. Okay, so everybody over there, you know, Mr. Mr. and their last name. And then I said to my students, well, if uh, I have the privilege to call you by your first name, because mm -hmm. first names are beautiful, of that, they identify you. Mm. Why shouldn't be, you be able to call me by my first name? I said to them, and then I said, but because of the institution, sure. you know, we sure. have to show sure. the respect. Mm -hmm. And then I said, just put Mr. before my first name. To, to give you that respect. To, to, to give the institution. Ah, yes. So, so in front of the institution, yeah. you show that you get, you're giving me, me your respect. Because I said to them, true respect is not if you call me Mr. Mm -hmm. and then my last name mm -hmm. is your behavior, of your course. attitude. That's the true respect that I want. But, so you were teaching in the U.S. At the I was stage. teaching in the U.S. I, I taught there for three years. Wow, whereabouts? Middle school in, in New Purdue, Virginia. Okay. And then two years there. Mm -hmm. And in Georgia, the state of Georgia. Wow. For one year. Okay. And Why after, didn't I think you taught, you taught in Texas? Why did I think that? No, I studied in Texas. That's right. Texas A&M University. Ah, well, we've had a number of students yeah. who have, who have yeah. uh, graduated here and gone to yeah. Texas A&M. And I think one of our colleagues is from Texas A&M to Lori. Miss Key, of yeah. course. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah, so we're Aggies. The what? We're called Aggies. Why, why Aggies? Aggies, like, you know, that's what we call it. Oh. Like, like uh, ISB Bears. Oh, I we're, see. We're the Aggies. So okay. it's a university full of tradition. And, okay. So. 
Wow. So, that was- so how did you end up? How did you end up being a teacher in Korea? Like, how did you? How did you end up here? Because I know you've been obviously in the states, but you've, you've taught elsewhere and gone to other places. Yeah, I've taught. I've taught in Germany for three years. Okay. Where about where about Stuttgart? Stuttgart. Okay. Stuttgart at the uh, International School of Stuttgart. Mm-hmm. Fascinating city, mm-hmm. Stuttgart. You know. Why? What was fascinating about it? Oh, just the culture and the places mm-hmm. to visit and the food and it, it, not just Stuttgart though. The whole they, yeah, the whole Germany. Germany. You know, and Germany mm-hmm. is so close to other European mm-hmm. countries. The travel is mm-hmm. just fantastic. Just the, you're a train away. Sure, it's beautiful. Yeah, but then you know, I I was there for three years. I wanted a change. Sure, and then I went to the job fair and then nothing you know appropriate came up. So. Mm-hmm. I went back home and then stayed there back from to Venezuela. Oh, Ven- we back Venezuela. To Venezuela. Yeah, so okay. from Germany okay. to Venezuela, right. back one year. So I started working there at a private uh, bilingual school, okay, Okay, teaching English mm-hmm. to second grade. Wow, second grade, look yeah. out. I've taught elementary before. Also. So if there's a vacancy down in elementary, you take it now? No, thank you. <laughs> I, I, I tip my hat off so to I. elementary teachers. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, I, I don't know how they do it. But uh, I got used to middle high school, and yeah, sure. I love it in this part of the world. So you, Venezuela? Venezuela, I taught there one year. Yep. And then I said to my wife, you know, mm, things are not looking good here. Mm. So In Venezuela? Uh, in Venezuela. You and know. they've gone downhill ever since? Oh, sh- way down here. Straight down. Yeah, like a roller coaster <laughs> who that, doesn't come back up. Doesn't come back up? Okay. Sh- All straight right. down. Okay. Venezuela. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yep. And then I said, you know, it's time to to, to search and look. And mm-hmm. so I uh, I just started looking at, at the different schools directly, contacting directly. And then I contacted uh, Mr. Palmer. Steve Palmer. Yes. Steve. Okay. And this was nine years ago. It was. Almost nine years ago. Yeah. And then we just had a phone interview. Really? About an hour or so. Yep. I had all my notes and all, you know how you prepare for interviews. And and it was in my kitchen. In Venezuela. In Venezuela, in the kitchen. And and then I said to my wife, you know, tell Diego, because Diego was my only kid. Mm -hmm. No, no. Maximus was already born. Uh Yeah. And uh, so I said to him, uh, you know, everybody quiet. So I did the interview. And And here you are. And then, you know, he he said, uh, I will. I will call you in a few days. Sure. He actually contacted me the next morning. Wow. Never and he said, you know, we want you. So Fantastic. I came over. That's, That's good. So it's been nine years. Would so. you any desire to go back to Venezuela? I know we talk about it and we joke about it, but it's a, it's it's not good. Well, let me give you a, a good answer. Now keep in mind you're on live. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's uh I mean it's it, your home country, but it's, it's my home it, but like I tell my wife, you know you're the love for your country yeah. is in your heart. Yeah, it's true. not a document. No, that's true. So I don't really mind what my passport says or yep. my documents, yep. but it's just the love inside. But no, sadly, Venezuela is just, uh, uh, in my opinion, is is too far beyond yeah, recuperation. Or yeah. or if it does recuperate, you know, if we get a new government, yeah. it's going to take many, many, many yes, years. And I don't have that time. No, 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 no. Or my family. No, 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 no. Well, um, I, I can't, there's no way I can remember all of those names. I'm just going to say thank you to uh, Mr. Fernando. Notice the respect shown. Yeah. Mr. Let, me, let me repeat. Fernando yeah. Arturo de Jesus Alvarez Oberto. It's been fantastic talking with you. <laughs> thank you for the effort in saying all those fun <laughs> names. 
That's my pleasure. Thank you. Adios. Adios, muchachos. Um, well, I'm here with Victoria, and Victoria and I are going to talk about, well, what are we going to talk about? It's a book club that I'm going to be hosting on Wednesday, which is on the April on April 7th, which is going to be a week after spring break. Okay, and a book club is for which kids, which students can come along and enjoy well, it? Well, any person from the secondary school, okay. any student from the secondary school is welcome to join in. Mm. And so you would gather at what time? So it's, uh, I think, what's the 7th of Wednesday? Yes, it's April the 7th mm. on a Wednesday, mm -hmm. and it's going to take place at the library, the, second, the secondary library, from... 1 to 1 30 p.m which is during lunch okay and so is that going to be an, a, a weekly event or is it going to be every um, month or what, what sort of how frequently I think we're going to be really flexible about it good. so once we get together a mm -hmm. group of people we might discuss about it get to know each other good and so i suppose if it's a book club you have to have time to read the book of course so you can so, discuss it um i think that possibly a week is too short yeah. because People have other responsibilities to True. tend to. True, They're busy. So I think maybe enlarging the time between, you know, the sessions would be better. Yeah, and it may even depend on the book that you that you're going to read and the yeah. group that, that that comes there. It may be somebody who or the group that you know can get through a book reasonably quickly, but you can perhaps have to gauge that once you see who turns up, and then you've got to work out the book. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and the aim of, of, of the club is to do, like, what, what do you want to achieve by meeting and discussing books, which I think is brilliant, but what's your aim well, of it all? I feel like as a individual, I would like to meet other individuals as well. I would mm -hmm. like to be part of this community even more than I am sure. already. Okay. I would like to be able to discuss my ideas and share my opinions mm -hmm. about a certain topic that I'm really interested about. And that'll come from the books that you're reading. Yes. Yeah, wow. Okay, that's good. So it's incorporating like your ideas, your opinions mm. based on what we're reading. Yeah, and that's and which I think is terrific. I mean, you see these book clubs that are occurring on a variety of platforms throughout the world. And yeah. I think to bring something like that to our school is a fantastic idea. So well done. Um, is it just you organising it, Victoria? Is there somebody else who's been helping you yeah, to get it going? Yeah, just me. So just you? Good yeah. on you. Yeah, that'd be good. Well, so that's uh, Wednesday the 7th of April. Yes. That's the Wednesday after we come back from uh, from spring break. Yes. Brilliant. Is. Victoria, it's been wonderful having a chat. Thank you for having me. Well, it seems, Mr. Love, that I, I can't I can't get enough of you. And it's wonderful. No, it's wonderful because um, you're passionate about what you do and you're excited and interested about what you do. And, and I, we've just sort of touched base about um, mathematics for next year and um, you've got all excited. What have you got excited about? So we started this new unit for grade six mathematics just yesterday, although we're slowly working our way into it over the last week or so with fractions and decimals. In any case, we're looking at percentages and we're applying a real world focus. Mm to the, their learnings, right? As any good teacher will do to make it relevant, right? But, that, but I think part of your focus, and I know you and I have spoken before, you, you've said, I want to not just do things out of a textbook, I want to see how it applies in the real world. And I think that's a, 
I mean, that's that's obviously what you're passionate about, and that's what kids are taking interest in. Yeah, yeah, that's what engages them, mm, right? Yeah. Well, that's why I'm here today mm. because we started talking about percentages with a bit of a global context focus of equality and equity uh, around the world, and that led us to a major point of refugees. I heard you talking about it this morning at, outside here on on, yes. uh, on duty. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. And so we we started talking, and I'll be very honest, Mr. Rowland, I, I wasn't sure that the kids would make a connection mm. here, mm. but we started talking about refugees and how data and percentages can help help us make some insights mm. into this data and insights into our world. Mm. And that, I mean, that's part of the power, right, of data and mathematics. Mm. In any case wouldn't you know we start talking about this and and i'm you know asking a couple prodding questions do you folks know what a refugee is what is a refugee what is all of that about we got into the most rich discussion wow and wouldn't you know at least six students in the class well actually i have a story that i can personally relate with my family with my mother with my grandmother with my grandfather and some of these stories were heartbreaking who, as who, well. Who were refugees? Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah, okay. So and, wow. And so it's it very, so very powerful. personal. Yeah. Yes. And mm -hmm. you know what else was awesome? Mm. Besides just that, it was how respectful the atmosphere was in that class. So they were really students were all quiet. They weren't wow. distracted. Well, from what I could tell, they weren't yeah, distracted sure. with anything else. Yeah, yeah. They were all listening, listening very reverently. And just, you know, listening to these real stories yeah, that's, that's about fabulous. people who've had some pretty powerful yeah. experiences as far as refugee status goes. Which, which to be honest, I, I don't know about you, but I, I, I've never had experience of, of being a refugee. I mean, I've had conversations with refugees, but not I haven't lived and breathed it yeah. like some of these kids' relations have, which is very powerful. Yeah. Yeah, and well, here I am teaching it. Yeah. But then there's all these other rich experiences that yeah. can come from the kids themselves. And you know what else, too, mm. that I really liked? I mean, yes, of course, this is real world. The The atmosphere was fantastic. The, uh, yeah, like how uh, carefully people were listening. Mm. Um, but yeah, the, these connections that the kids are making, this really is like why I love teaching the MIP. Mm. It's not about doing three pages in a math no, textbook. No, it's not. It's about really like finding all these mm. different connections in real life. It's taking it's like, you. And I said to them, yeah. this is why I love being yeah. an MIP teacher. Because it's taking you from one place to the next and into a place you never thought you'd get to. And learning about mm. these kids who I already really like, yeah. but then have so much more appreciation for them mm. because of some of these stories that they're sharing yeah. and what's really important to them. It was awesome. Yeah, maybe at some stage it'd be nice to even have conversations with those kids for something like this. I mean, it'd be really nice yeah. to see if you can hear them and listen to them and, yeah. and it, it opens up a whole other um, area of understanding and, and questioning and learning. Uh, it'd yeah. be brilliant, yeah. All right, Mr. Love. As usual, it's been wonderful having a chat. Thank you.